Hey, writers, join our first draft weekly writers club. We meet every Tuesday from 12 to 1 Eastern time. For more information, go to writingclassradio.com and click on the classes tab. Hey, this is Writing Class Radio. I'm Allison Langer. And I'm Andrea Askowitz. This all started when Allison enrolled in my writing class. And together now, we create this podcast for people who love true personal stories and who want to learn a little bit about how to write their own stories. This is Allison again. I hope you'll get used to our voices because we are trying something new this time. We're going to host this episode together. This episode is about time because I am obsessed with the lack of time I have lately. So in class, I gave the prompt, I wish I had more time to blank. Blank, not blink. Don't say that. Jesus. And this is what... (laughs) God. You're going to hear my response, a response from Allison and four other students. And this is what I wrote in class. I wish I had more time to work, to sit and write, and to sometimes read. Vicky took the kids on a cruise last weekend, and there's part of me, a small part, who missed being with them while they were relaxed and having fun. But the truth is, that much fun stresses me out. All those options, karaoke, rock climbing, the surf machine, cupcake making classes, no gracias. The kids had no limits, no bedtime and dessert at every meal. Breakfast was dessert, Fruit Loops. I know from the pictures and from the 12 Fruit Loop boxes Sebastian stashed in his suitcase. He told me he ate ice cream four times a day. Vicky said she decided, whatever. I'm happy for them. I'm also happy I missed it. Something about endless possibilities and free buffets stresses me out. I need more structure or at least fewer choices. We'll watch a movie about space travel, and Vicky will say, I've always wanted to be an astronaut. And then she'll go to the bookstore and pick up a magazine called Air and Space. We'll go to a Thai restaurant, and Vicky will say, I want to take up Thai cooking, and she'll buy a walk. We'll talk to a New Yorker, and Vicky will say, I want to know what's happening on every corner of New York City. Everything interests her. None of that interests me. When I go to a movie, I'm fine when it's over. When I eat at a Thai restaurant, I enjoy the food. When I lived in New York City, I couldn't wait to move out. I felt overwhelmed and exhausted by all of the choices. I have three interests, my family, my bike, and my work. For work, I write stories about me, so I guess I should include me as one of my main interests. My family, my bike, and me. That's it. So is my lack of interest in everything just another way of saying I'm totally self-centered? I'm willing to take that charge. But maybe a part of me is afraid that with so many choices I'll get carried away, that I'll spend my days riding waves on a surf machine and eating way too much at an all-you-can-eat buffet. Or maybe I'm just realistic, and I know that if I want to get a story picked up in a magazine, or a podcast launched, or a book published, I better sit and work. So I sat in my kitchen with my computer while my family was away. My whole house was my office, and I wrote. I went on a bike ride, then back to my kitchen. I worked from 10 to 10. 
One night, I went to Whole Foods and got a box of pre-made sushi to take back to my kitchen. I texted Vicky. I'm not a workaholic, see? I'm at Whole Foods. The next day, Allison invited me to see the musical Beautiful. I like musicals and I like Carol King. Allison had front row seats and my family wouldn't be back until the following day. But I panicked inside. That would take like four hours door to door. Luckily, she went with someone else. I want to, I, I remember when you first read it and I heard it, I was thinking like, what makes this woman want to work so hard? It's not because you're trying to like get rich or um, that you need the money. It's that you're actually, your first choice is to work. And I'm just wondering like, if you know where that comes from or has it always been like that? I mean, I am hung up on this whole notion of like wanting to be known. And I think about it and think about it and think about it. And I think that's why if I'm a workaholic, that's why I don't know what the deep underlying like why why do I care so much about being famous I mean I've, I've written a whole book about it no one knows I'm famous it's the name of my book coming out someday soon let's hope otherwise that title's always going to be true damn it let's can I I want I want them to hear my story that I wrote in response to the prompt all right, so but this yours is me. Yours wasn't in response to a prompt. Yours was actually a longer piece you brought in. Oh, right. Okay, so mine wasn't a prompt response. This was a story I brought in because as we've been doing this episode, trying to put it together, I have become absolutely obsessed, beyond obsessed with time. So this is my response. This is my story. I got up early to meditate. I'm trying a new thing. 6.30 a.m., Coffee, Oprah, and Deepak. I need it badly. Lately, the thoughts in my head are making me angry. It feels like an electrical wire has come loose. It's flailing around, crashing into other wires, and sparks are flying everywhere. I have a headache all the time. I'm on constant alert for a flood of tears. It doesn't take much to start the flow. I feel so fragile. My exterior is so hard. I wonder if the people who come near me feel the electricity, if they can see the craziness and the pain. It's so many things, the lack of time to do anything, but I do everything. The gym is a priority, so I go, but that takes the whole morning. Then Andrea calls to tell me about her book. I think I found a new agent. I want to listen and be there for her, but an hour goes by. A client calls to reschedule an appointment. Will I look at my book to see when I can fit her back in? She needs the headshots by next week. My dad wants to go over the guest list one last time before Paperless Post invites 120 people to his 80th birthday. Groceries. We're out of bananas and bread and cheese. Blake needs more socks. She likes the ones from Target. Target is close, but the traffic. Door to door, an hour for sure. Who only buys socks at Target? Add another hour to pick out new sneakers. <sighs> what size are they now? Oh, I'll get the gifts. They have birthday parties this weekend. Look at the cute workout tanks on sale for $9.99. Ugh, do I really need another workout tank? Wait, are we out of toothpaste? Kids ask for mouthwash. We need Tide. Ugh, the lines at Target are crazy. By the time I get home, I have 15 minutes before the kids walk in from school. Where did the time go? After days and days of this, 
The weekend comes and I'm on duty all day long. No dad to take them away. I hear my friends' voices in my head. You asked for this. I need peace. Even the nights get sucked up with PG movies. I want to write, hear nothing, and be alone. Last night I complained to my friend about never getting a break. I was sure he'd say, you asked for this. But he said something about changing the way I think. It annoyed me too. He's newly divorced and has his kids only half the time. This morning, he sent me this text. Health, happiness, love, abundance will effortlessly flow into your life. Effortlessly, I reply. And I get this. You have to repeat the mantra and believe it will happen. That sounds like advice. I'm tired of the advice. I made the choice to become a mom again and again and without a husband. It wasn't like I ditched some great guy to do it all on my own. I was 36. There was no man. I made the only choice I had available to me. Maybe three is too many. Maybe one would have been smarter. Either way, I'm here. I'm exhausted. And yes, I asked for this. I dropped my nine-year-old daughter, Blake, off at gymnastics yesterday. She ran from the car, her red leotard and pink stretchy shorts tight against her lean, fit body. I watched her blonde ponytail flop around as she turned to make sure I was watching. She smiled, waved, then did a cartwheel. Another wave and a smile. Happiness. Pure joy. I know I'll sit here when she's off in college and think how it felt like just yesterday. I used to cartwheel and smile and wave like that. When I was a kid, I used to see old people and think they were so grumpy and ugly and lazy. They'd just read and watch TV and nap. They smelled musty and had bad breath. My dad turns 80 this year, and he's none of those things. He plays competitive golf and dresses nicely and smells good. He takes my kids to lunch and babysits. And yes, he also takes naps and watches TV. But he's joyful and beautiful. He's always been joyful, a happy man, a steady, happy man. I meditated today. I want to be steady and joyful. I want to be present, enjoy my life, my children, my work, my home, my friends. Blake and I had 10 minutes alone this morning. She said, Mom, let's play. I can make you laugh. She explained that I would have one minute to make her laugh. We take turns. I burped and she laughed. She sang a sound super loud and way off key. I laughed. I looked at the plant next to her and thought about watering it. I wondered how long it had been since I watered it. And then I sang loud and off key. She laughed and said, no copying. I stared at her while she made funny faces and tried to make me laugh. I went down my to-do list. Teddy's touch-ups. Set up the studio. Don't forget to water the porch plants. Did the gardener close the gate? Is today Wednesday? Oh yes, class tonight. Shit, I read tonight. I need to write a story. I laugh so she won't think she's not funny, so she knows I'm paying attention. I hate being ignored. My mom ignored me. If I ignore her, she'll have low self-esteem. Do I have low self-esteem? They say meditation clears space, sets you up for a great day. I need a great day, because lately, the days feel not so great. As I type this, texts and emails keep appearing on the upper right-hand side of my computer screen. Can I drop Blake at errands on Saturday? Oh, look, someone just replied to my dad's birthday party. Let me just respond before I forget. Sorry you can't come. We'll miss you. Hope you enjoy your cruise. Okay, where was I? Oh, yeah, I need a great day. One just for me. 
My spinning neighbor calls it a sea day. You check out like you're on a cruise with no technology. He reads all day. What would that be like? Maybe I could read for a bit, then write, then watch Younger. Great show. I wonder if I could pass for 24. Duh, of course not. They're out every night. Who has time for that? Another email. Why does Banana Republic send out so many emails in one day? Who takes care of that? I wonder if it's one person. That's her job, sending emails all day long. Like if you miss one in the morning, you have another chance to get 50% off at lunchtime. I need to shut notifications off. The AC is so loud in here. What is that noise? I think I hear a leaf blower down the street. Oh, look, my neighbor's back. Her kids get out of school early. I need Advil. My head hurts. Maybe I need to remeditate. Does Oprah do two a day? Should I just repeat this morning's meditation? Fuck, no, I don't have time to remedicate. I mean, meditate. It's 1 p.m. I need to eat lunch, and the kids come home early on Wednesday. I have 50 minutes. Crap, my client just got here. This is not done. The class will tear this shit apart. I need to know why I'm writing this. What have I come to say? Shit, she's knocking at the door. Shit. Okay, photo's done. I have 15 minutes until the kids come home. I'm hungry. No, the thank you note. The mailman just left. I wanted to write that thank you note to Nemiroff. Fucking hell. Why can't I make that happen? It's just a note. Damn it. The exterminator just got here. I keep telling him to please not come on Wednesdays. Those are the days I write. But he comes anyway. He's here. Gotta go. You know what I loved about your story? You did two really cool things. You went into scene, like that scene with Blake, your daughter, where you're like trying to totally focus and play with her, but you're really in your mind. I love that because we could totally see what was happening in your mind. So you, what was also great about this piece, which I loved, is that it was about meditation and you (laughs) so clearly maybe need like two a day. It's possible. Maybe three. I I just started. So it's, I'm I'm only on like the end of week one. Okay. Mm -hmm. I've used up all of Oprah and Deepak's freebies. So now I actually have to kerplunk the money down to um, continue this. Yoga is a practice. I mean, no. I mean, meditation is a practice. It is beyond a practice. It is torture right now because the time change. So my alarm goes off at 6.30, which is really 5.30. And I'm like, fuck, I got to meditate. Guess why I don't meditate? Who has time? (laughs) (laughs) You need to meditate. The target scene was another moment where you, you showed us your monkey mind. That's the electrical wires going crazy in my head. That's well, what's happening to me. That's why meditating calms the wires. That's it is working. I will see. I, yeah, I even I ran into my my spinning neighbor today, and he's like, "How are you doing? You look so much better." He's a chiropractor, so he massaged my shoulder. He he was like, "Oh my god, you're you're not as tense as you usually are." Feel how tense I am? Yeah. <laughs> oh god. I was like, I took a day at sea, and he was like, "Oh, I'm so happy to hear that." Yeah. We all need C days. That's a great, that's great. I know advice is not cool, but that's great advice. That was good. One, two, one, two. Diego wrote a, a prompt response. And um, well, you guys all know Diego. He works also with Writing Class Radio. He's our freelance sound guy. So basically that means he runs around town recording other people's shit, which they also barely pay for. This might be a good time to tell you that this podcast is a labor of love. So if you'd like to show Diego some love, just go ahead and go to our website and donate now. 
All right, here's Diego to further steal your heart. Wish I had more time to think. Definitely more time to skate. I keep replaying those glorious 20 minutes or so this past Thursday. Walt and I had just finished reviewing an edit for a web pilot we're producing with our friend Frankie. Oye, you want to skate? I grabbed my board and he, one of his six. Walt and Gabe also grabbed the board. Not only had it been months since I skated for pleasure, but years in a group setting. Every push got us tearing harder against the asphalt. This is what must attract people to bike gangs, riding together, a sense of communal power. But we weren't rolling down 26th Street to steal or yell or make a statement. We were skating for no reason at all. I need more time to skate, more time to ride my bike. There is no greater peace than being outside, connecting with the world. I rolled on the streets, glided between cars, carved like a snake on sidewalks and back onto streets, disregarded crosswalks, stop signs, and stoplights. I took a back road. I saw every house and its lawn, piles of trash, dogs loose in front yards, potholes, broken bottles and cigarette butts. I couldn't stop smiling. From the back street, I flashed the peace sign to a cyclist who flashed it back. I flashed it again to a group of garbage men who waved at me as they passed. I haven't been as happy since. I don't know why Diego cannot find time to skateboard if he's got no children. Can you tell me what, what the fuck is he doing with his time? Uh, I know, I know. I have a tiny um, resentment toward people <laughs> who don't have children. And those... Wait, and wait, wait. It, you yes. asked for this. <laughs> yeah, I know. You're right. I still have a resentment for people who don't have children, especially those people who don't have children and then complain about time. But you know who I resent more? are those people who don't have children and then they're always inviting me to places and then getting pissed when I can't go. Those are the people I resent. Fuckers. <laughs> All right, Liz doesn't have any children either. So let's tell her story while we're already on this um, on this no kid kick and we hate these people because they have tons of time but somehow don't have any time. Next up is student Liz Messa. You may have heard her in episode 26, Writing is Therapy. The stories coming up next in this episode were told in class, so the voices and the laughter you hear after the stories are the voices of other students. Here's Liz Messa. I carry with me a constant fear of missing out. FOMO, the kids used to call it when I was 21. I don't know if it's still a thing. I thought it wouldn't be a thing at this point in my life. I'm almost 30. I know where I want to be. On the couch, Netflix, and Chinese takeout. It's the perfect Friday, Saturday, and Sunday night. I have a job, a house, a man, two dogs, a parrot. It should be fear that the couch won't be there, or fear that the Wi-Fi is down and then so is Netflix. You know, things that have to do with my life today. <laughs> but I do the weirdest thing. It's Friday night. Mark and I are excited. We have big plans. We just ordered from Don Burrito. They make the best fucking salsa. We're about to start the new season of Vikings. The dogs are behaving. They're snuggled at our side. Babe, I love you. This is the best, says Mark, a twinkle in his eye. After six years, he's still in it. Maybe not to win, but definitely to try and make it through another day with me. 
We're comfortable. We're relaxed. I'm about to switch my cell phone to do not disturb when I see the Instagram app. The doorbell rings. It's a delivery guy. The dogs are startled. They start barking. Mark is looking for his wallet. I have a couple of minutes before he comes back. One quick scroll through Instagram won't hurt. Just open the app and bam, bam, bam. It's FOMO City. Where do these people find the energy? You have a baby. How are you dressed up and at a happy hour, you Jezebel? Go back to your husband and child. This other bitch is in Montreal, eating fondue, drinking from a massive bottle of red wine. I look at this other bitch at a rooftop pool party. There's a fucking DJ. I bet she starred for the last five years, still fit into that kind of dress. It's not even a dress, more like a long top. She's all legs, legs for days, that bitch. It's exhausting watching them. Mark comes back, giving me a respite from my self-loathing, just for a brief second. Here you go, baby. Your steak quesadilla with a side of salsa and a Coke in a can, just how you like it. He kisses my forehead before he sits down and scrolls through Prime, finding our show. Yes, fucking Ragnar Lothbrook. Yes, the season is going to be so badass. I stare. Mark is genuinely happy. How could this motherfucker be so happy? According to Instagram, we're in a fucking slump. <laughs> oh my gosh. I love it. I love every word. Fuck FOMO. Claudia Franklin's up next. Last episode, Claudia told a story about her dad and how she wished he was a different type of man. Here's Claudia with her brief response to the prompt, I wish I had more time to blank. Not blank. I wish I had more time to be angry. I look at what I just wrote, angry. So many things get in the way of being royally pissed off. You have to get out of bed, pee, flush, make coffee, shower, put on underwear, socks, shoes, turn up the thermostat, remember to turn off the water, the gas, take out the garbage, and don't forget to floss your teeth, brush, shave, put on lotion, cheeks, lips, goo your hair, goo on your feet, your hands, smile and pucker. Good day, yes? When is there time to be angry? Then I work. I'm like sunlight, I'm told. So funny, so generous, angry. I haven't made time to feel much of anything for a long time. Cook, clean, work, pay that bill, write a card, clip the hedges, water the hibiscus. Grief, I've been doing grief, allowing for it, letting it seep in. Mother died. I married a man I love to talk to, but you don't marry someone for that reason. Twenty very long years went by. Now my hair is gray, but anger. I've been reading Winnicott, a psychoanalyst. His works, words help me sleep. He makes me cry, and then I can go at, let go a bit and close my eyes for a few hours. He says our subconscious is the sum of our deprivations. Even at 1 a.m., bone tired, I know exactly what he means. I'm driven by what I was not given, driven by all the times I was dropped, left alone, abandoned, not loved. But sleeping is another thing I must do, so I count and breathe and wait for the Benadryl to kick in so I can get up in the morning and do it all over again. I totally get it. I am meditating to figure out why 
I get so angry and also spending $200 a week to figure out what the fuck I'm so angry about. So maybe if I had more time to sit home and think about why I'm so angry, I wouldn't have to drive 30 minutes, pay someone else to listen to me for an hour and then drive 30 more minutes back home. That's two hours of real good thinking time. I'm losing. Vicki Simon's up next. She's a few years older than me, has grown children, is still tight on time. She's like in the Diego box. That's true. She doesn't have kids at home anymore. Does she have a full-time job? Oh, I'm not sure. I'm not sure But either. why is she complaining about time? I Everybody has their own perspective, you know? we got to cut people breaks. I know, but I keep thinking that once my kids are off in college or, like, on their own, I'll have more time. Probably not. Yeah, we're fucked. Here's Vicky. I wish I had more time to blink. Not blink. Oh, God, no, we are not doing that. I don't even think I need to say the prompt. Here's Vicky Simon. I wish I had more time to live my life. There are so many things I could do, want to do, need to do, already regret not doing. I want to write that novel, hash out those personal essays, short stories, children's books, cast the, the net wider and still go deeper, find the emotions. Where did they all go? I want to read every newspaper and novel and magazine. I want to hang out with my kids, be the best grandma ever, learn to cook gourmet meals and have dinner parties for my friends, your friends, everyone who is hungry, everyone who was ever hungry. I get up and try to focus so I can get done what I have to do to live, stretch, take my vitamins, shower, brush my teeth, floss, drink lots of water, and fight with my hair. I mustn't forget the probiotics, the 10-minute meditation, a warm text message to someone. I read somewhere that, that the act of reaching out casts a glow on your day. Then I write a morning page about what I plan to do. Sometimes I lay out the day in 45-minute slots. I make a list and draw a little box next to each item so I can check it off when I'm done. I highlight the things that must be done today. All this organization is exhilarating and exhausting, and I have spent an hour, maybe two, just figuring out that I have no idea how to budget my time. It's time to go, and I haven't even started. My early morning has gone. I wanted to grab it and wring it for all it was worth, but it simply slipped away. Vicky's piece makes me wonder why I'm wasting so much time on things that ultimately don't matter in life. I guess so we're just trying to figure out where our time goes and what really matters in life. You just want to work because you want to be successful and famous. Yep. I just want to have my life mean something and make money. I don't know why I think that money matters, but it seems to matter to my mom. I think it matters to everybody. Everyone's happy that you're making art, but they want to know, have you sold anything? Uh, has your book gotten published? Like, until that happens, yeah. it's like you're just sitting around for fun, yeah. wasting time. Yeah. Yeah. All right, people, donate. We need to make money on this podcast so we matter. Okay, so we'll catch you next episode when we talk about money. That's true. We'll bring you, we'll bring, you'll bring in the money thing next time. Time and money, they're, they're linked. Shake it, shake it, break it, cause we're on fire. 
Thank you for taking the time to listen to our podcast. We'd love to know how your life is affected by time. If you have time, send us your thoughts on Twitter at WRTG Class Radio or on our Facebook page or email us at info at writingclassradio.com. If you love this podcast, tell your friends. If you want to hear your story on our show, enter our writing contest. Here's the prompt. Write about something you don't understand. For example, I don't understand where my time goes. For more details on the contest, visit our website, writingclassradio.com. Writing Class Radio is produced by Diego Saldana Rojas, Virginia Laura, Andrea Askwitz, and me, Allison Langer. Theme music by Daniel Correa. Additional music by Adriel Borshansky, Blue Jay, and Ari Herstand. Writing Class Radio is sponsored by and recorded at the University of Miami School of Communication. There's more writing class on our website. Study the stories we study and listen to our craft talks. If you don't want to participate in our writing contest but still want a prompt, pick one of our daily prompts from our website. Or follow us on Twitter where we post prompts daily. There's no better way to understand ourselves and each other than by writing and sharing our stories. Everyone has a story. What's yours? And I'm Andrea Askowitz. All right, this whole podcast started because, um, wait, <laughs> fuck, why? Oh my God, really? I oh, took yeah, your dumb class. I forgot. Oh my God. Okay. Start again. One, One more tight. I'll get it. I just wanted to go off and see <laughs> if I could do it. And then I forgot what I was saying. Have you ever thought, I'd love to have a podcast just like this one? Well, I can help. My name is Matt Kundal, and everyone at my company, the Sound Off Podcast Network, had a hand in making this show. Whether it was about the sound, the discoverability, or that you're just enjoying the show, we are all about the detail. If you think you have a podcast in you, reach out to me via email, matt at soundoff.network. Or check out the website and become one of the great podcasts we work with at soundoff.network.